This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. It's the world famous K-Rock Kevin Kenny, Steve Aoki, live in studio. Yo, what's up? Now we were told, and you got to say this is true because yeah. it was so flattering when we were told this, that you flew in a day early just to do K-Rock. I did. I did. I mean, I grew up. I grew up in uh, in Southern California in LA. So K Rock's like, that's the holy grail. You yeah. Know? yeah. Yeah. We appreciate no, you saying so. I'm happy to be here. Really. Yeah. No, we're happy to have you. And it's funny because you you're so. I mean, you had so much success in all forms of music, and predominantly probably the casual fan knows you for your DJing, knows you for the EDM world. Right, yeah. But I was going down the list. I mean, you've done remixes with Blink One Eight Two, My Chemical Romance. So you have a deep love of alternative music. Yes. Yeah. I mean, I used, I started before I was a DJ. I was in bands. I was in punk bands. I sang in a band. I played guitar in a band. I played bass in a band. I, I toured the U.S. with with bands, whether I was in them or I was like the roadie guy. Fourteen times by the time I was twenty one. Like I'm definitely primed in rock music and you know just basement you know culture. Yeah, uh, playing at living rooms to you know like stinky little basements yeah no <laughs> you know? dude paying the dues now i'm curious like when you were now when you transitioned from that world into the electronic world and the producing world and the djing world did you find yourself quicker to adapt to that world because of that background maybe oh compared God, to yeah. a peer that only started on the laptop per se or the ones in the twos yeah so i mean being on the stage as a as a, as a in a band singing in front of people that already gave me that kind of uh, or the experience I needed when I started DJing and started actually performing. Because, like, in the beginning, I was DJing, small bars, learning the ropes of what that's like. And producing was, you know, a natural step for me to go from a band and, you know, have that dynamic of making music with, like, three other guys where now I can do it by myself. Right. You know, so it was great to have that kind of independence and be able to make my own way. Yeah. And then when I started like, you know, when I started playing Coachella in 07 or started playing bigger shows, I was like, oh, I could actually use the mic. I could do this. I could do more than just play behind the, the turntables at the time. And, uh, and you know, I it definitely stood out because during that era, the, you know, the 2000s, DJs were always kind of behind the scene. You know what I right. mean? Like they weren't the showmen. And, um, you know, and I was going out there stage diving, crowd surfing in a, in a life raft or, you know, screaming on a microphone, you know, <laughs> mixing it up as much as I could. Of course. And, uh, and that's when, you know, like Travis Barker caught wind of what I was doing, probably the late 2000s. And we started working together, made a record for his first album or his album that uh, Give a Drummer Some. I sang on it. I produced on it. 
you know, with Travis, uh, became really close with him, remixed Refused in like 2009. Um, you know, so I've, I've, I've been working, I've been always wanting to work with bands at some level. Yeah. And my dream came true in like the early 2010s when I got in the studio with Linkin Park, made a couple records with them, you know, be able to work with Chester and Mike Shinoda and the whole gang was, you know. Unreal. Absolutely unreal. Yeah. And the list goes on. Fallout Boy, working with them. We made an incredible record together. Uh, Blink-182, you know, we were talking about it. Oh, and, yeah. And well, so forth. And I'm sure that, that that sort of that punk foundation, that punk background, that really that's a scene in the community and a culture that prides itself on DIY. And if you, anyone who's seen your yeah. uh, documentary, you know, you are like the, the icon of hustle. I'm sure that Thank bled you. over, too, in terms of the work oh, yeah. ethic, you know, that you took to the electronic world. Yeah, I mean, that's another thing, too, is that, like when I ended up touring, when I ended up doing like 300 shows in one year, uh, afterwards, I didn't realize I went that hard, but it's a lot easier going as a DJ, traveling, flying in, in planes and sleeping in hotel rooms than what I used to do in a band, like sleeping in a car in a seat with like three or four other sweaty guys. And you you shower once a week at like... Uh, YMCA or at a friend's house, we never ever stayed in a hotel. Yeah, and and after those tours, you know, we'd make like twenty to fifty bucks a show, play in front of ten to forty people. After that tour would end, it's like when's the next tour? Right. You know what I mean? Like we're hungry for it. Oh yeah. We love performing. It didn't matter about the money. It didn't matter that we're sleeping in the van and sweaty and stinky. And this is life. This yeah. is this is how it rolls. The life you chose, man. And uh, you know, and then you advance to DJing and I'm like, what? We're we're actually get getting a hotel room? Yeah. Uh, I can sleep in a bed. Yeah, I have a key card to my room. Wow. <laughs> Coming up in the world. Steve Aoki live on K-Rock for the next hour or so. We are going to also play the new one with uh, Steve uh, and grandson, uh, Colt, coming up here. We're going to get into this new Weezer. Have you ever worked with Weezer? Yes. Yeah, I, I worked with Rivers Cuomo on a couple songs. So we Very did cool. in 2010 on my first album. Uh, and then we did another uh, song together on another album. But, Beautiful. Yeah, this yeah, is their uh, latest one, A Little Bit of Love on K-Rock. It's K-Rock, Kevin Kenny live in studio with Steve Aoki. Do you see what they, they when in radio, if you're driving around right now, I'm going to try to paint this uh, picture for you. They give you like notes on the guest, right? Okay. Is that, what is that about? Don't say what? it out loud. See that? Really? That's like the they, most badass. Like, just if you're driving I, around, it's Steve. Usually, just as you know, the person's name. This one says Steve Mother Effin Aoki. I put wow. that, Kevin. I put that oh, there. Mugs wow. put I that like upstairs. it. Thank okay. you. That's I like awesome. That. I haven't seen that. Um, so you're hard at work on this album. We can't say too much about it, and you'll come back. You've even said, and you, you know, we'll talk more about the the particulars. But this sounds like a very ambitious, maybe your most ambitious album in terms of the scope of people you're working with and the yeah. types of music you're making. Would you say that's fair to say? I definitely agree with that, and it has a lot to do with the roots of K Rock too. You know, with, with alternative, with rock music, with where I'm at as well, I, like the roots of where I'm, I came from. So that's why I'm like, I definitely am going to come back here. I definitely, we're going to talk about these other records as well because there's artists that are on this album that I know you guys rinse and, and I know that the fans out there love. Yeah. It's very exciting just hearing, you know, little bits here and there from you, you know, even today of just what you got planned. I want to dive into some of these remixes you've done because I think it's so fascinating, you know, to someone who's never DJed or produced or been in a studio but loves music, you know, and you just maybe, I'll, I'll throw it out and it can be rapid yeah. fire or go yeah, into yeah. as much detail as you want and just tell us what you did to these songs. So the first thing I want to ask you about is Blink-182, Bored to Death. So John Feldman actually produced the original one. He was right. just talking about it on the show. You remixed it. So Take me through like step one to the end of like what do you do 
when they give you that song to remix. So you dissect it. It's kind of like you have all of these amazing stems and parts, like the guitar, the bass, the drums, the vocals, laid out on a table, pick and choose what works. I usually always go with the vocal. I like to just take the acapella and then see how I could twist it into something that'll work in a club. That, that could work at a, at, a, at a festival. So I, I take, like, generally the hook first. I'll take the hook, whatever's catchiest, start writing a musical bed, sometimes use the same kind of, like, melody arrangement that, that the original song came from, or make a brand new one, depending on how I feel. And then from that, that's where you develop into the drop. The drop has to bang. That's, like, where the Aoki signature really shines, right? So um, with that one, that's, like, a faster tempo, but a faster tempo also means it's also going to be a nice halftime tempo too. So um, that one's got like this, this kind of crazy head bob, but also makes you bounce. Yeah, you know, double time. So that one's a lot of fun to work on. Plus, I you know, I I, I just love being able to work with pop pump vocals. Uh, you know, Mark Hoppus and Travis Barker, dear friends of mine. Feldman, I've been in the studio with them. We made we made a couple records as well. Um, I made a record with Blink off my album in Feldman studio. Also in Feldman studio, I worked with five seconds of summer and Hoppus and Travis and, uh, got Jimmy Atkins from Jimmy world to sing that one. It's crazy. From my last album. It's so it's like an yeah. all-star group. Yeah. I'm, I'm curious when you're another song you remixed was black parade by my chemical romance. Now that's a little different than, you know, the, the blink example. Cause that is not only just a beloved song, but it's like a generational anthem. Yeah. And so it's like, you know, it's, it's almost like spoken for when it even gets sent to you. It's, so what is that approach like? Because now you're competing with one of the biggest songs of, of all time. I, I consider it the Bohemian Rhapsody of our generation. Totally. Because totally. It, it like, like when you listen to it, it's literally a masterpiece across the board. And it, it changes, it changes all over the place. So with this one, because uh, the time signatures change and the tempos change, the moods change. There's so many different personalities in the song. You have to kind of like go, what's the through line? And it's hard, right? So it's like I, I'm picking different parts and then I have, I'm staying in the same exact BPM, right? That's, that's quite difficult with a song that's going all over the all place, over right? The place. You're like just grabbing left and right and pulling them in. And, uh, but at the same time, it's a sing-along. So that's what I really focus on is I just want the sing-along moments, make the drop, you know, once again, fire, and then bring it right back to the sing-along sections. Right. With the big claps, big festival claps. So everyone's like hands in the air and, you know, you got to visualize this kind of thing. Like what, how is it going to look like and feel at a festival at Ultra or EDC? Because everyone, it doesn't matter who you are, where you came from, you heard the song and it changed your life. Guaranteed. Right. That's awesome. We're going to dive into Colt, the new one you have with Grandson, yes. and we're going to play in K-Rock in a matter of minutes. We're going to get back to the music right now. This is Enemy, new music on K-Rock from Imagine Dragons. Steve Aoki, live in studio. It's Kevin Kenny live on K-Rock with Steve Aoki, and the time has come to play Colt for the first yes. time on K-Rock. Very excited about this one. Oh, man, I'm so excited. You were very kind. I think I got to imagine one of the first times you ever played this for an audience was at the Odyssey Beach Festival in Fort Lauderdale, Florida in it December. It was the first time. It was the, definitely the first time anyone outside of my studio ever heard that. And it's, I remember it struck me because it sounded like you, but a little different. Yeah. And it may be an, an indication of what we can get from the album, you know, when yes. the album arrives. But you got Grandson on here, and is Josiah on here? Josiah's on there. Okay. Josiah's on the second verse, and Grandson's leading the charge on this one. 
killed it. Absolutely killed it. His voice is incredible. Uh, the lyrics are so catchy. Um, I, I mean, I sing it at my shows. I literally get on the mic, and I'm like jumping in the crowd singing this one like I, I feel like I was 19 back when I was in bands. Yeah. But yeah, this is a lot of fun. This, this record is... Uh, mixes in all the alternative side of things, and definitely the drop is like full force EDM. All right, killer. So for the first time ever on K-Rock, this is Colt from Steve Aoki. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. Hey. 